Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. And hey, cats and kittens. Welcome back for another episode of Bold Nights Out. I hope everybody is having a wonderful Wednesday. Um, I know it's really, really early. We're, of course, recording this really late at night on Tuesday. Um, how are you? I'm doing all right. Hanging out, relaxing. Shooting some b-ball outside of school. school. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> we haven't even started uh, drinking yet. I know, because we're broke as shit, so we don't actually have any booze right now to drink. So. Well, we have wine, but I'm not doing another wine now. We have wine. She's not doing another wine. I was very drunk the last episode. I will openly apologize now for noise and craziness and anything that may have ensued last week when I was drunk. Hey, you know what? You're allowed to be drunk on occasion, because I've been. Uh, yeah, you've been drunk on this podcast quite a few times. <laughs> minor details. Um, minor. My ass. Okay, I um hope everybody is doing okay. Uh, what is up with this weather? I don't know, because I kind of dubbed this, and Mother Nature is a bitch. Yeah, I left you to do notes again tonight. Yeah, she let me do all the notes again, so if y'all don't like it, it's my fault. I guarantee you they won't. <laughs> She's being mean now. I have my sassy pants on tonight. Yes, but Mother Nature has Yins been... all get ready. Mother Nature has been being a bitch because, you know what? Well, it was 87 degrees on Sunday. We can compare Mother Nature to... I can't even pronounce his name. A Washington capital. Who shall not be spoken. At this point, he is like Voldemort. His name should not be spoken. So we will not mention. You do it, and he'll appear to your dreams tonight, oh, and like he's your soul or Jesus. something. <laughs> he wears number two. That's how much we don't like. Uh, Mother Nature is being compared to him right now. Yes. The end. But yeah, I mean, it was eighty-seven degrees on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Beautiful all weekend. It was actually yeah. somewhat decent yesterday until about three o'clock, and then those wicked storms moved in, and I was home. And you were not, but it blew the back screen in out of the window. I mean, it blew porch furniture all over and trees down across the street. Oh, Mount Lebanon, we will rebuild. Oh, yes, we will rebuild. The the, the tragedy right now on Mount Lebanon of, you know, knocked over plastic chairs. Yes. (laughs) It's rough. Um, However, uh, so what are you drinking? (laughs) <laughs> We're gonna try to do our normal segment, but yet we are not drinking alcohol tonight. I'm drinking an Arnold Palmer out of a Gatorade bottle because I reused my Gatorade bottle from earlier and I just added iced tea and lemonade to it and shook it up. Okay, that's a good idea. I am just drinking sweet tea. Um however, we should talk about what I drank yesterday and the day before all day long. The straw, the um, blueberry lemonade. So the company Simply Lemonade, and they make the Simply Apple Juice and all those. So I'm going to highly recommend this as your summer non-alcoholic drink. They are making a blueberry lemonade. And I drank an entire bottle of it in a day. She did. One day. The entire bottle. Now also, with this lemonade, you also decided that... With some vodka or some white rum would also go delicious. In a slushy form. No, a, it had to be slushy It had to be form. in a slushy form. So, Like, it had to be put in a blender with some crushed ice, some vodka, and some and this blueberry lemonade, and it would be an amazing drink. So, also, here's... So, there's my cocktail, and I want it named after me. So, here's where my bartender the skills Amanda are going to come in. My bartender skills are now going to come in to where I have to figure out the equal parts of ratio <laughs> of the lemonade, blueberry lemonade, and vodka to put into the freezer by I'm, itself. I'm so it creates it a slush. Myself. I'm going to name it after myself. It's going to be called the Amanda Special. There it is. I'm the Amanda Special. The Amanda Sunshine. The Amanda Ray of Sunshine. Okay, and we've gone a little too far, but okay. In your opinion, Mav. 
right? All right. Well, where I you picked the place to eat this week too. I've never even tried there. I Are you hungry for barbecue or something? I am hungry for barbecue. Because it's that time of the year and all the good barbecue places are open. So I picked Two Brothers Barbecue, which is in Presto, PA on Tom's Run Road. It's uh, 5228 Tom's Run Road in Presto, PA. It's 15142. Um, so is it a hike to get there? How far is it? You know where Trader Jack's is in Bridgeville? Yes. It's down the road from there before you make the turn to go to Selfie at school. Oh, I do know where it is. There you go. So when you say Presto and you're like, where the fuck is that at? <laughs> so they do have uh, a website with their menus and so forth available for you. So everything is considered takeout because it's a little booth where you go and order and they bring the food to you and they have the smokers and everything right back the behind her. They have outdoor dining. It's outdoor dining or you can take it back to your house with you. But they have a couple tables set up uh, with umbrellas and whatnot uh, there for you. They do have... A couple different quesadillas, pulled pork, pulled chicken, shrimp, crawfish, and just regular cheese. Uh, and then you have their barbecue nachos, which are pulled pork, pulled barbecue chicken, or beef brisket, which their brisket is amazing, by the way. They do have their wings, and um, they have a couple different flavors on their wings. Their wings are smoked, and they are finished flash fried. Uh, poutine, which happens to be the Canadian national dish. But it's been making its way down into the States, and especially in the Pittsburgh area. I see a lot of restaurants have poutine on their menu. Um, and they have theirs with pulled pork. And they also have theirs with a chopped beef brisket, which is also delicious. Their sandwiches, pulled pork sandwich, beef brisket, uh, maple glazed pork belly. They have a smoked cheeseburger, uh, shrimp and bacon po'boy, uh, grilled chicken breasts. Uh, pulled barbecued chicken. They have a crawfish po' boy. They do a Cuban style, which is excellent. Smoked turkey breast and pork loin. Uh, andouille sausage, um, which is excellent if you like andouille. It's a little spicy. It's got a little nice little kick for you. They do a gumbo. Nice ribs and chicken. And they're famous for their ribs. You know, besides their brisket, the ribs are phenomenal. They do do a pulled, uh, sorry, a baby back rib as well. Which is excellent. They are um, they are uh, dry rubbed and smoked uh, with different hickory and cherry woods. Um, apparently, they've been voted best in Pittsburgh. I think they I have seen that more than once. And then also they do their different dinners where you can get a whole uh, dinner, which is a combination of your pulled pork, beef brisket, and dewy sausage, grilled chickens. They have a couple different ones set up. And of course, their sides. Mesquite baked beans, mac and cheese, coleslaw, potato salad, cornbread. You can do all this. They have chili as well. Uh, excellent choices. Also, they do um, caterings. Uh, actually, we did a wedding that we bartended. Wasn't them? Oh, it wasn't them. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was the other guys. It was the, the one on bank though. Okay. Sorry. But they do caterings where they have express barbecue package, traditional barbecue packages, backyard barbecue package. Let me just click on that one real quick, see what it is. Uh, it's $15.95 per guest, and it's for a minimum of 75 adults. So graduation parties. Graduation parties, big Super Bowl parties, you know. Big Super Who the hell invite 75 people over to watch the Super Bowl? You'd be surprised. I've been to a few. I've never been to any that big. I mean, the biggest one we've had was, I think, 28 people at one time. It was, like, our largest Super Bowl party. That I more think that's a graduation party or a Sweet 16. Weddings. You can do a, a wedding. You yeah. can do a barbecue. Hey, barbecue and keg wedding in South Park? Boom. Done. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm thinking that would be kind of fun, but I don't know. It'd take a special kind of couple to pull that off. It would. It would go get married on like a farm in a field, have a bonfire with barbecue and beer. That'd be kind of cool. Actually, I could kind of do that. Right? That'd be cool. But uh, Two Brothers Barbecue, uh, go give them a shot. It's a little drive down from uh, downtown Pittsburgh area, but totally, definitely worth it. If you go on a weekend, for a Saturday and Sunday, you can stop at Trader Jack's, which is always a fun time. So I've never been. 
Yeah, Trader Jack's is good. Big, like, flea market type thing. You find a lot of good deals down there. You know, it's a good time. Find antiques and different furnitures. And Interesting. Random little bits. There's always, like, a fireworks person. And, you know, it's a good time. Definitely give that a stop down on a weekend. It's amazing. So, that's my where to eat. I know it's not in the city, but it's barbecue season and... I like it. I'm also chuckling because you picked where to drink also this week, and it's not a brewery or No, bar. because you know what? How many restaurants and bars and breweries and stuff have we been to in the last six months plus? We've been to a lot. Mm-hmm. What have, yeah. we, all, what have we all come and decided on? A lot of the cocktail menus are starting to become the same. Oh. So my growing pet peeve with the restaurant world of Pittsburgh. The beers are all the phenomenal. Same. They're not all the same. They're the same styles. No. They're different. No, I mean, like honestly, if you look at Untapped right now, if you go to pick a beer, you can usually find it in at least five to six spots. True, that is true. You can find they're untapped. starting to become the same. Correct. Uh, so I picked where to drink this week is. Friends' houses and barbecues and fire pits. So what that means is hang out with your friends and family. Take some of your favorite brews, your favorite cocktail recipes. Make up, mix up one of those big batches of uh, straw yeah, of the uh, blueberry lemonade loaded full of vodka or rum that Amanda's gonna do this summer, and slushy style it up. Take that with you. Um, some of your favorite wines. Take with you. Share it with your family and friends. Go out and hang out, you know, cook out some people's houses. If you have friends that have pools, <laughs> even better. Um, you know, you got those big fire pits. It's that fire pit season. Get all together on a... Weeknights are tough to do depending on your circle of friends and family. But, you know, you got uh, fire pits and all that to go on with. You know, have have a bunch of your friends over. Have a big cookout, you know. Just burgers and dogs. Bring a couple, get a couple growlers of beer from your favorite brewery, and have your friends bring some stuff over. Take some stuff to your friend's house. You never go to a cookout empty-handed, do you? Me? Yeah. No. And I was actually made comments about this my entire life. Like, um, I was asked. Uh, I was going up to the mountains in New Hampshire. I'll never forget this as long as I live. It was a big. It was really, really something funny that weekend. Um, I was going up to the mountains in New Hampshire, and I had to go up for two nights, and I couldn't afford the hotel the, the, the year I went up there. Um, and so uh, my friend at, at the time, um, she now lives in California, but she asked me to stay with her, and she's like, you can come up and stay with me, and I was like really hesitant, because I was like, oh, we, we're not that close, like, we're just acquaintances, and you're kind of like my boss, because I've been doing projects with you, and blah, 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 but I went, and it was funny, because I showed up with a bottle of wine. She's like, are you raised in the South? Because that's like a Southern thing, is like, you show up, and I'm like, no, I was just raised properly, that... To show you never show up empty-handed to anything. So I showed up with a bottle of wine. And I also knew that she was a wine person. So I kind of was like, oh, like, this will be kind of cool because I know she'll enjoy this. And we cracked it open and sat there all night with our laptops and talked and did some work together. And she taught me some stuff. But it was, it's a growing experience that I never show up anywhere without, like, a six-pack if I'm broke, I make the food. Um, if not, uh, usually it's a wine bottle or a six-pack or something. Right. And it's not necessarily how much you spent on said product. It's just the gesture that you're bringing mm-hmm. with it. Like, everybody knows that we don't drink Miller Lite, Bud, Coors Light, stuff like that. But in the event, friends of ours said, hey, come on down to this party. Hey, what do you want me to bring? Oh, we're good on food. Just bring some brews or whatever. You know what? I would have to maybe suck it up and I maybe would get Miller Lite, but I'd probably take PBR. Yingling. Yingling. I always show up with a case of Yingling. If I can't buy an expensive pack of beer, like like a seasonal pack or a seasonal case, like the mixed cases of stuff, I usually, um... Show up with some yingling because that I need to know is like higher quality. Do you know what the worst part is? Do you know what the beer. worst part is though is that anymore, if you go get a case of yingling, 
for like eight dollars more, I can get a mixed case of something seasonal I know, from like Great Divide or somebody like I that. I know. Yangling's gone up over the years. I know. You know. Well, well, places like Great Divide have gone down because it's popular. Right. Um, and I will always try to show up with something that I know I like, and hopefully, it just also depends on who's hosting the party. Because if I know that they're not big craft beer people. Then it's like, oh, wine or a dish or a case of yangling. Because I know they won't enjoy it. And more nine times out of ten, I'll end up taking it home with me. Yeah. I mean, there's how many times have we gone to a couple parties and be like, hey, thanks for bringing beer. But I'm not going to drink the rest of this. Just just take it with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Or the alcohol at all. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. So, yeah, and of course, check out your local breweries for growler specials right now and six-pack specials. Grab those. You can always grab, like, five or six. Like, everybody has a couple growlers in their house now if you're a big craft beer fan. Fill up some growlers and take them to your friend's house. I mean, we have three. Yeah? We have three growlers. So, I mean, I could go to, I could walk to two different breweries from our house. Fill Not up. only that, one of them has great happy hour specials. One of them has great happy hour packs. on their six pack takeout. Yeah, you know, you go grab a couple growlers. I mean, and you can get multiple selections. You can grab a growler of an IPA. You can grab a growler of a stout. You can grab a growler of a Kolsch. You know, and growler prices vary depending on where you're at, brewery or six pack shop or so forth. But yeah, definitely uh, that way everybody gets a sample and try. I mean, you can bring out a whole bunch of your six ounce juice glasses. For that and sample, you know, you get, you get, what, six, eight people. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right. And we are up for our very first break. So you guys enjoy this word from a friend at the River's Edge. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geik's Got Game every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. Okay, and we are back. It is time for Where to Be Seen. Um, <laughs> and as, of course, always, we're going to kick it off with first off um, Wiggle Whiskey. Their five-year events are still going on through the marathon weekend. Um, so their five-year anniversary events are still going on for at least two more weeks, including this week is the Barrel House opening and the Malt Malt release. We have more information about this on our uh, website, um, boldpgh.com, including that they are releasing a new... Um, they are going to have part of this barrel house. Uh, they have a secret project that they're debuting. Really? At the bar at the barrel house opening. So, and a malt malt release. And the malt malt release is in collaboration with Spoonwood Brewing. So, they um, made this whiskey, cast it in a uh, malt barrel. Isn't that neat? That is going to be good. I, I, I like all their products, so... Yeah, you're just fine as long as it's, like, whiskey and alcohol. So, really, like, you don't care how it tastes. No, I do care how the, it tastes, the, It could me. be an old Farmer Joe picking his nose over it and you'd still... Take just those sassy pants kidding. off. Sassy pants time. Sassy, sassy pants time. Sassy pants time. Sassy, sassy pants time. Just keep shaking your head at me. Keep shaking your head at me. So. Also... Which we got to see this the other night. Death of a Salesman is at Pittsburgh Public Theater. Um, this is something... Uh, I, you know... How do I talk about this play? I laughed. I cried. But I do that at all of the shows. Um, and I woke up the next morning reevaluating my life. And even today I found myself riding the escalator down at Southwest Village, looking at my two jobs and wondering, what the fuck is the point? Um, so, uh, Death of a Salesman is a very interesting play. It has been around for a very long time. Um, it is a more popular show. 
It is um, about a salesman, obviously. He's a dad. Um, he's been selling. They don't even talk about what he sells, but he's been selling for like the majority of his adult life. Um, he has a beautiful wife and two sons. And the one son, right after graduation, goes up to visit him in Boston and finds a scandal going on. And comes back completely not wanting to see his father again. And leaves town. And then there is just this ensuing problem. Um, eventually, like, the old man goes crazy because he's so stressed out. Because literally he's driving from New Manhattan to Boston every weekend. and Which is a three-hour drive. That's really hard um, to do it every day. And back then, that was before they had, like, you know, buses and the Excella train they have now where you could get from Boston to New York in an hour. Um, <laughs> and then, D D yeah, D.C. to Manhattan in an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, the Excella train does that now. So it's like an hour and a half down to D.C. from Boston. Yeah, so on and so forth. So, anyways, um, eventually he goes insane. He gets depressed. He just doesn't know what else to do. He starts contemplating killing himself. Things like that. Again, the movie's... The, the play, excuse me, is very depressing. Um, very eye-opening. Uh, it will make you say something like, what the F am I doing with my life? And is all this worth it? So, um, take it or leave it. Also, on the 13th, there are two major events going on May 13th is the Entice One fashion show um, benefiting Go Girl out at Ace Hotel. This will be food vendors, um, an art show, a fashion show. This is all rolled into one. So it's from 8 to 11 at night out at Ace Hotel. Um, and we will have more information about that by Monday up on our website. So you can check that out. We will, and also on that same day is the Melville Music Festival. So if you don't have any plans yet for May 13th, you can see, oh my God, the, the list of bands. Um, check out our website for the majority of the bands on there. However, that's just skimming the surface. Um, check out Melville Music Festival website for no, more band announcements. Um, we just got, I just got very excited because I saw one of my favorites was playing, um, B-Nash is playing. B-Nash is playing. So, I'm a little excited about that because I'm like, I really just want to go and interview him. And, um, even though I've already sat down and sat next to him an entire night and not realized it, um, I am very excited to uh, see that Chrome is going to. You know, it, 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 we just, we have a lot of friends playing, and I'm very, very excited. So, I cannot wait for the Melville Music Festival. I'm really, really excited. Um, also, don't forget to get your tickets to the multiple choice, the next multiple choice event at the Cultural Trust and the Children's Theater Festival going on at the end of this month. The next multiple choice is not until June, though, and it's the Kaiju Big Battle. We will be there. Um, how much fun is that? And you have something that's going on, uh, like... Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah. Well, Thursday, right? Thursday. Well, after the okay, this, yeah, it yeah. will be tomorrow. So Thursday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, especially at Make It Night at the Children's Museum over on the north side. Just join us for an intergalactic night of making, light, fair, and drinks. You can embroider your own constellations on felt, uh, your own planet, or Death Star. Um, let's see. Note, operating a Death Star is forbidden on the premises. Uh, green screen yourself into deep space or the Millennium Falcon. Build your own lightsaber or blaster. Experience an authentic star chart reading from two local astrologers. Knowing your time of birth provides the most accurate reading. I actually know when I was born exact time. Huh. 
Uh, screen print your favorite galactic revolutionary. Uh, Learn more about stars and solar system with guests of an amateur astronomers association. Make your own uh, pad pad on braid to show you are uh, one with the force. Pantomime. Okay, sure. I'm not a Star Wars person. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Why did I let you read this part then? Right. Snacks and libations include snacks from Whole Foods Market and Kelly's Diner in Pittsburgh. A variety of craft ales from Spring Hill Brewing. Drinks by Pittsburgh local. Uh, um, that's Polish, as some type of Russian. Houston uh, Lakia, real Russian vodka. So yeah, that's gonna be at the Children's Museum tomorrow for you folks. Get your tickets online. Get your tickets online. Yeah, definitely. you can pre-buy tickets. These are so much fun. Go to Make It Nights. They're so 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 much fun. Um, the Neighborhood Flea is back. Um, with a rendition for Mother's Day. Um, so check out that May 14th. Um, it's in the strip district like it always is. So again, it's not just a uh, antiques place, but there's a lot of makers that take their things there. So check that out. Um, you have one that I didn't even know about on here. Yeah, and I'm trying to find it again. Uh-oh. Can I just talk about Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, talk about Cinco de Mayo Cinco, while I find it. Cinco de Mayo. Okay, so every single bar is having something for Cinco de Mayo, which is coming up this week. Oh, so you just, sound so thrilled and enthralled about going to any Cinco de Mayo events whatsoever. Is there margaritas? Yes. Every single bar will have a margarita special. Will there be tacos? Yes. Possibly. If the food sell if the bar sells food, there will be a taco special. Uh, burritos? Most likely. Uh, nachos? Most likely. Uh, gorditos? Maybe. Churros? Maybe. <laughs> basically, Cinco de Mayo is going on this weekend. Um... If you want to uh, check out any of your local bars or doing things, I, it really is something that's not uh, a big, uh, I don't know, I guess it is a big event, but. It is. They actually shut down like whole streets places. Whole streets? Yes. Like where? Um, up in Dormont, they shut down Hillsdale Avenue between West Liberty and like the. The block behind Slapshots and uh, Mexi Casa, they shut that whole thing down um, for Cinco de Mayo, and they have a party on that block. Oh, and I found the event. How'd you find it so, before me? I've been Ms. searching for I'm it. I'm smarter at Facebook. I'm sorry. Oh, there it is right there, because I just had it in my... <laughs> All you the... have to do is type in the search block, the Urban Hike. So the Urban Hike is going on Allegheny Center in Deutschtown this weekend, Saturday from 9.30 a.m. till 12 noon. Um, I guess it's starting at Arnold's Tea on East Ohio it Street. It is. Um, so... It's meet at Arnold's Tea, or come early to grab yourself a coffee mm -hmm. or tea. The um, first urban hike of 2017 is Allegheny Center in Deutschtown neighborhoods of Pittsburgh. Meet at Arnold's Tea at 502 East Ohio Street um, by 9.30 a.m. to start our hike, or 15 minutes early to grab a coffee. This hike will be part of an international event called Jane's Walk, which commemorates Jane Jacobs, the author of Death and Life in the Great American Cities. Wow, that's really deep. Okay, the hike is three miles long. Let's see what it's going to cover. Three miles long. Um, and it should be between two and three hours. We have a few stops planned. Include City of Asylum, Alphabet City, Alley 26, and Nova Place, and Sculptures in Deutschtown. The hike will end at Arnold's Tea, which has sandwiches for lunch. So basically what this is going to be That's doing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What this, uh, it will feature large parts of Allegheny Center and Deutschtown were, demol uh, were demolished thanks to urban renewal and highway building. 
For example, the business district of the former Allegheny City, third largest city in PA in 1899, was completely demolished to make way for Allegheny Center Mall, office buildings, and residential high-rises in 1966. East of Allegheny Center, Deutschtown, or East Allegheny neighborhood, was cut um, through by a highway before and after pictures will be shown uh, during the hike. That's really cool. Like, I remember going to Allegheny Center. Remember when Allegheny Center was the mall? When we were kids, Allegheny Center was like the mall to go to. Yeah, you went to Sears and the Easter Bunny. My grandma used to take me to the Easter Bunny there. Yeah, that was like, Allegheny Center was the mall to go to for us. Mm -hmm. We had North Hills Village and we had Northway Mall and um, Allegheny Center. And Allegheny Center. That was it. And honestly, if I remember, before they cut North Hills Village up, I think that was the last mall you could smoke in. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, we're on for our, our next break. And our last segment, remember, is not safe for work. So we'll be back after this word. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. How that, do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> he like till 1910 or so. Well, it's for me. I used to get girls till 1910 books. or so. <laughs> I, used to, I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. <laughs> hey, Moneybags, tune into Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. Okay, we're back. And you know what time it is. It is the not safe for office or children. <laughs> so it is time for He Said, She Said, folks. The one part of our show where you get the dating perspective. Remember that you can write in a topic for us to discuss at any time. Uh, DM us or uh, message us on Facebook or Twitter. Or even just drop us a line at boldpittsburgh at gmail.com. So... This week, I let you pick again. And she's going to quit doing this after a while. You've made me expose horrible secrets. That's right. You better move that rubber band away. So ready to flip you in the nuts with it. Right. And already we're using swear words, folks. Yes. Anyway, uh, topic one, sex moves. God, we have 30 minutes left to cover this segment, too. Jesus Christ. Who should or who does make the first move in relationships? Why is this topic one? Because I made it topic one. Shut up. Do we want to do 20s or 30s? Because mine was a definite shift. Yeah. Okay, so in my 20s, I made the moves. Um, in my 30s, I let the guys make the moves. True. See, in my 20s, I made the moves. You're also the boy. And in my 30s... You still made the moves. I still make moves, but... Well, not currently you still make moves. Well, yeah, you do, but I mean, there are only one person in particular. Yes, that'd be you. (laughs) Uh, Just had to remind you there. Right. Um, But no. So even... Okay, so in relationships. So you're in a relationship for a while. Okay. Who, who should or, or who does, make more moves? In our relationship, I feel you make more of the moves. Do we mean sexual moves, or do we mean like, hey, let's fucking move in together moves? Well, no, sexual moves. Oh, okay. If you're talking purely just sex, yes, I make all the moves. <laughs> Not all of them, but more than I do. Which is kind of annoying. At times, I'm sure it is. It is very annoying, because I never know if you want to. But then again, just remember, I'm a guy. <laughs> we always want to. <laughs> Trust me, it's not done well for my self-esteem. Ah, but no. So, in your in relationships in your 20s, that you were in long, long-term relationships, and in your 20s, long-term relationships were probably... Between three months and a year. Um, no. Remember, I got married in my mid-twenties. That's true. You did. But. I'm now divorced for anybody who doesn't know me out there. I got married at 20. 
23, or no, 22. I got married at 22, but I had been with him since I was 20. That doesn't add up. You're going to be 38, and you're only married nine years. You're right, 23. I was married at 23, because Gigi was born in, uh, when I was 24. I'm trying to do math here. And it's, it's just you're failing. Don't no, worry. Don't it's, do it's it. still not adding up. Yeah. Oh, I forget how long we've been together. Shit. <laughs> I failed. And our anniversary is at the end of the month. Right? But, oh, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> you were only married nine years. Oh, well, how long do you think we've been together, genius? Right? That's true. Um. Uh... <laughs> So, so, but no, but in your relationships before your ex-husband. Okay, that was um, Franco. Okay, I can discuss Franco. Yeah, so. Who put the moves on in that relationship? He did. Okay. Completely. But did you have any relationships that you completely just. Did all the moves? Yeah. Again? Not really. No. I mean, I had moves of my own, like, oh, let me rub your back, or, oh, let me, like, um, you know, I knew all of the spots on men to get them going, but they were, like, it wasn't moves like I'd reach over and grab their package. It was moves like I'd nibble on their ear, or they right. all had the okay. spot on the back of their neck, and if that gave them the hint, then they would grab a part of me. Right, so that means that you were initiating. So which means you I was technically initiating, but so that not means you like, made kind of the first move. Kind of, but not in the move that you think. Like when guys make the first move, it's obviously there's kissing and then the hand up the shirt. When girls make the first move, it's a nibble on the neck. Like there's a big difference there. Okay. But I've only been in a few relationships where literally I walked in the door and the guy ripped off on my clothes and went to town. And went to town. See, and then I've been in most of the relationship as a guy, I've of course initiated. I've had that one obscure relationship where it was like she was always initiating. And that's me now. No. <laughs> you and I kind of go back and forth. We do, but I will tell you, it's a, it's kind of rough on my self-esteem. So, I've learned tonight that I need to... Initiate more. Initiate. I'm point blank initiate with you more. But it's only because I'm, I, I, I'm insecure now. Back in my 20s, I was very secure, but at the time, I also... Was, my longest relationship in my 20s prior to my husband... He was the one that would literally, I'd walk in the room and it was like, well, here we go, you know? And every time he looked at me, he had that look in his eye like I was the most amazing tomahawk steak in the world. Like, mm. if I was a dish of food that he was, I was his last meal on death row. Nice. Like, that's how... I, w I would walk into a room, and that's how he'd look at me. I mean, and it would be any room. It, I mean, we went to college together, and I would walk into the college room, and he'd be like, stop dead in his tracks. Like, uh, so to him, yeah, I mean, I didn't have to initiate. I didn't have to do much work in that relationship other than keep myself healthy and... I focused on school. I really didn't have to focus on that relationship that much. Good. But in my in my marriage, yeah, I had to initiate everything, which was rough on me. Because it was a little bit different. Right. And now in my 30s, I've only had you, and or in my late 30s, I should say, I've only had you and... It's like a 50-50 split, I will say. No, it's more like 60-40. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I do admit But there that. are certain nights that I just walk in the room and I'm like, it's time tonight. Things will happen tonight. And you're like, okay, I'm, the, I'm good. Okay. Right. <laughs> this is 
not the type of... <laughs> you're not all of a sudden not in the subject. Well, I mean, you kind of took this one over, so... I take cool. them all over. Right? You do. Because that's you. <laughs> so how do you... Wait. So, I mean, explain, though. In your 20s and 30s, how were you? Oh, in my 20s, it was pretty much... And even better than that, how were you were in high school? In high school, kind of, like... High school was weird. High school was weird for everyone. Because they kind of, like, you know... <laughs> it was so awkward. Because oh. you were just like, oh, let me just kiss you on the neck. Oh, she liked that. Oh, let me, like... Lightly graze her boobie. Oh, she loves that. Yeah, yeah. That. High school is always weird. It's like dipping your toe in the water to see if it's cold. You're like, oh, that's comfortable. I can get into that. You know. And then you're like, oh, let me go in like knee deep. Oh, this ain't bad. You're like, let me get in waist deep. And then before you know it, you're just all dived up in there. And you're good to go. Okay, that's a weird analogy, but okay. I mean... You know, and then in your twenties, you think you're a porn star. Yeah, in twenties, so. you're like, I do anything I want. Let's go. You know, I mean, I mean, in, in your twenty relationships in your twenties, I mean, pretty much are, like I said, three months to a year for the most part. Really? You, or even less than three months. I mean, depending. I guess I had an awkward relationship life then. I mean, as a guy, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm dating this girl, and that works, and this, that, and the other thing. And then two, three months later, you're like, yeah, no, sorry. I'm out. Let's try again. I mean, and in the 30s, it's and then late 20s was like the settle down period. And then you had the longer relationships. In the 30s, I've actually only had what? Yeah, two relationships in my 30s? Three. Three, yeah. One very early thirties, like, and that, uh, that and that was lasted like, yeah, six months. Boom, and then I had my ex-wife, and then you. So, so yeah, I mean, but relationships are definitely different. Twenties and thirties, we've already discussed that several times on this show. But making the first move in a long-standing relationship, it should be a fifty-fifty thing. It should be. Like when you come home from work and I'm just like, hey, how's it going? Rub your back. That's kind of like a first move. Yeah, so do you have a signature first move? Like one that you know, or is it like when you're with a person longer, you know what the move is that gets them going? Yeah, when you're with somebody longer, you definitely know what the move is. Gets what, them it's going. like your hint, hint move mm -hmm. to them. Like, hey, baby. It's going to be time tonight. Like, do you know, do you have a move for the, like that? Well, with you, it's like, I just crack open a bottle of wine and we're good to go. I mean. <laughs> yeah, usually then I know. <laughs> if, if I see two bottles of wine on the table at night for dinner, I usually know. She comes home from work and I'm in the kitchen cooking. There's already a glass of wine poured on the table and another bottle of wine. And then I license. usually shake my head and go, is that all it takes is alcohol? I guess so. <laughs> But like my relationship status just went from like, oh, I work, 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 work to, oh God, what a shame. <laughs> no, there's different moves with different people and with you. I believe there's different moves at different times too. At different like, times. Yes. It's not always you pour the wine and I'm like, oh, my clothes fell off. No, no, definitely not. Because there are certain times when I'm sorry, but I have to get up at 7 o'clock in the morning. There is no wine being poured in this house. No, no. Like, well, I'm shocked we're not having wine tonight, but I do have to, I don't have to be up early tomorrow. No, but we have, um, but, but no, like with you, it's like rub your back, rub your feet, you know. But that's every night. True. True, that is every night. So am I missing the signal here? Because I usually just start to snore. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story, folks. The feet go up, the socks come off, I'm getting a foot rub, and the next he knows, he looks over, and I'm... I, I have video. You have video? I do. <laughs> the look I'm getting right now. Okay. Oh, my God. I cannot steal. wait till you go to sleep tonight. That phone is fucking mine. <laughs> I'll show you before we go to bed. <laughs> I cannot believe you have video of that shit. Am I, like, holding the wine glasses in my hand, too? Like, no, 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 no. Just use snoring. My friend once took a video, took a photo of me 
I was passed out in a bathtub with a bottle of beer on the edge of it and two cucumber slices over my eyes. Nice. It was my early 20s, and I had just been clubbing all the night before. So. So, with this topic of who should or who does make the first move in relationships, it comes down to both parties should make first moves. And it doesn't matter what the occasion is. And, um, guys, you need to get a clue on what girls' moves are. Right. Because it's not just the direct grab your dick. No. It's going to be the knit. There's a spot on your ear. It's it's the earlobe and then right directly behind it. When she nibbles or licks that part, that's the move. And she's not always rubbing your back to be nice. No. Sometimes she rubs your back to be like, We don't hey, like rubbing men's backs. It's, let, me rub your ba- let me rub your back. Which no, means men's backs are gross. No, so if she arbitrarily rubs your back, just you're going for it. <laughs> All right, uh, this topic too, I don't understand. So, so this topic is basically I missed the word in here. Oh, okay. So, because I was reading it and I was like, "Are you fucking crazy?" Like I don't right. understand what this. So says. basically, we all have friends and so forth, but we all have. Those friends that we hang out with without the other one. So I broke it down to mutual friends versus individual friends. And then when you hang out with your individual friends, the same sex versus the opposite sex and married with uh, or partnered versus the single friends. So like when I say, hey, babe, I'm going to hang out with like Mike, Chris, and Jay. We're going to watch baseball. Yeah, see, the look I'm getting right now says... Fuck, no, because you're going to go and watch baseball or watch a game, and you're going to go drink and hang out, and there's certain friends that the other one doesn't like hanging, that doesn't like hanging out with, with you, and also doesn't like hanging out, you hanging out with them without you, Okay, well, let me, let me give you a girl secret here. Are you ready for the girl clue in here? Here's the girl clue in. We don't, it's not that we don't like your friends, it's we don't like who you become in front of your friends. Which, I have certain friends that I hang out with that we become, we revert back to like 22 years old. Yes, and they end up like passed out in front, on the steps of the police department. And then the cops walk out, trip over them and be like, oh look, in public intoxication, slammer. Uh, Seriously. Okay, but where it comes to that is, if I'm hanging out with friends of the opposite sex... And I know with you, depending on who it is, is I get itchy. Is how you feel about it. Yeah. Whether they're married or not. And more itchy if they're not married or partnered. Well, that's because, uh, and even women who are married, it just depends on what type of friendship it is. If they're texting you and calling you every day, and then they're hanging out with you once or twice a week, that is not a just a friend situation. I don't care who you are. I I really don't. L- ladies, we're we're not dumb. I'm not dumb, and I've done that trick before. No. See, and I also don't typically have a lot of girlfriends that I talk to on a regular basis or hang out with, whether by myself. That's mostly because they think I'm a bitch. Well. Shoe fits. But anyway. Oh, I I admit, I've had a lot of thinking and to do with my life in the last, like, two weeks. And I admit that I'm being a bitch. And I'm not being enough of a bitch. <laughs> but then we have those groups of friends that we hang out with as a couple. But yet, also, you hang out with them without me. And mm-hmm. I've hung out with them without you. Yes. You know, and then we also have the groups of friends. But I will also tell you that they're the first group of friends that will give me a call if you can't walk. True. Because you've had too much to drink. Whereas your other group of friends, they would just... uh, Okay, and I admit that every once in a while they have, like, texted me and been like, Hey, you need to you know, open the front door because we're going to push them in um, and or I, or, or sleep I, on the floor. Or I just stay on the, on their couch or whatever. But they still won't tell me. Right. So we had this discussion with a friend of ours that her husband 
was out with a group of friends, and she said, "If you're gonna do, if you're gonna get drunk, just stay there." Well, she ended up staying. He ended up staying there, but him nor the other friend or whatever called her to be like, "Hey, by the way, he's staying here on the couch." So she was up till like what five in the morning, mm-hmm. like worried, worried whether he was in jail or dead in a ditch or whatever. Well, despite the fact that, you know, you're a son of a bitch, I do, like, love you to death, and I do care about you. Right, and most of the guy friends I hang out with are all Jags, too. And and their wives do love them, despite them being assholes and Jagoffs. But I will tell you that, yes, it upsets me, like, not knowing where you are. In this day and age, and with everything happening... Yes, I fully believe there's a serial killer running around Pittsburgh right now killing men and robbing them. I honestly worry about where you are at times because I don't want that phone call made to me. Nor do I want to make that phone call to your parents. So also, with you with with friends that you go out with without me, most of the time when you go out without me, it's, it's... you and the girls go out and you have your little girls' nights and so forth. But yes. also, you have a lot of guy friends. I do. That you go out with. But. But you never go out with, like, a guy friend by themselves and the ones that you do are gay. So. Yes. Um, we do have to put that out there. They usually are not interested in me because they like men. Right. But also, um, the groups of guys that you go out with and hang out with are all either married or partnered or gay. You're either in a group, you're very rarely singular with them. Um, I have maybe like one or two guy friends that within the last year I had lunch or dinner with them alone. Right. And I've met them. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with them. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you go out and then you got, you know, when you go and do uh, other people's podcasts and stuff here with them and, mm-hmm. you're, and, you, and you guys go out to like Eaton Park or whatnot or eat and drink and Hang out, and then you have your girlfriends you go out with. Well, I really don't have any like girlfriends that I go out with that aren't either their husbands aren't with them. You're not with me, or we're not in like a big group setting. And there's just like no girls I go and hang out with. And like, hey, I'm going to the bar with uh, Kim. Have so a good there's day. a stigmata or something going on. No, right? not a, no. I'm just saying that like. Are you trying to clear the air here? No, 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 I'm just saying. Are you trying I, to get something off your chest? No. <laughs> No! Oh, you just hit me with the rubber band. See? That's why I had the rubber band. But no. But then there's guys I go out with. I'm like, hey, I'm going out with so-and-so. And you're like, oh, cool. Have fun. See you when you guys are done. And then there's other people where I'm like, hey, I'm I going out with so I will go on record as saying I have loosened up. Yeah. About it. But I do still like to know where you are, who you're with. And if those people... Um, I usually have a talking to beforehand. Like, look, if he's going to be stupid, if he can't walk, if this, this, and this, please just call me. And usually that's the conversation. It's nothing like, and they all look at me and go, you're so good to him. He really doesn't deserve you. They all tell me that, by the way. Right, they do. (laughs) You're the first girlfriend that actually cared. Right, and then... And then there's certain guys I go like, hey, I'm going to play golf with so-and-so. And you know pretty much for the most part when I play golf, I don't You really, don't drink. I don't drink. I'll have a beer or two while I'm playing golf. But other than that, it's after golf I'll drink. But, you know. Um, well, what did I tell you today? That you needed a hobby that wasn't golf or drinking. Yeah, so basically I looked I told at, him to pick up a fucking book and read one. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I my I've response, bought you books and you haven't read them. I've read them. You did not read yes, that, I have. that Franconi book. Yes, I did. You but anyway, my, my response to that was, so basically get a hobby that doesn't cost any money. <laughs> and that's safe. <laughs> Read a book. Go to the library. Learn something. Take classes. My God, I would love it if you started taking classes in something. Again, that costs money. Not always. I bet you whatever you wanted to pursue, I could find a free course for you, a free course for you online. 90% of my social media skills, I've learned from online. I learned how to build websites online for free. Like, honestly. Anyways, we're getting off topic. This yes. is something that we need to discuss in therapy this week. 
<laughs> now you're going to make them think that we go to therapy. What's wrong with that? We're both divorced and in a relationship. Right. And we're not married. Again, we're discussing that in, the, in therapy this week, too. The fact that we're not married after six years, five, six years. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah my, my... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're going to have everybody listening to this being like, they're going to either break up or get married this year. We can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're not going to do either one. We're just going to still maintain... <laughs> Maintain Facebook status. There you go. <laughs> I guess, you know what, that that's sometimes how you find out about friends that you, like, are, you were friends with years ago, and then you lost touch, and then Facebook brought you all back together, and like, oh, you're married, you have kids, da, 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 and then, like, you don't really know a whole lot about their relationship or so forth, but then, like, one day on Facebook, like, their name changes back to their maiden name. Well, you know, I will tell like you that. that they just recently, there was a bunch of articles out on how um, social media is um, affecting people that way, that people often don't, <clears throat> I was just discussing this with somebody, that people often don't put what their real life relationship is online, um, and it was brought up over dinner too, at, at our last blogger dinner, that a friend of ours you know, people don't often truly discuss their relationship online. So you have a choice of either putting up all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, all the real stuff, or nothing at all. So you actually have four choices when it comes to, you know, social status and social media and your relationship. You have those four choices. Um, I tend to post more of the good stuff. If I post something bad, it's usually deleted within... 10 minutes and I'm just mad at you. Um, there are people who don't post anything at all. And I've asked recently for you not to post stuff about me unless like I approve it first just because uh, I'm now working way too much and I don't know who's reading it. Um, but you basically have four statuses when it comes to social media and your relationships. I don't really post a whole lot of anything about you. Usually I just tag you in on where we're at and what we're yeah. doing and what we're eating. And It used to be a lot more of like, my beautiful girlfriend's so awesome. I don't get that either. Don't worry, my self-esteem's already ruined over it. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this new he said, she said stuff is just our way of having therapy to work out our problems. We hope you're all enjoying it. <laughs> Oh. My sassy pants. My sassy, sassy pants. I'm going to go. Pants, uh, I'm gonna my go. pants. My sassy, sassy pants. I'm going to go open that bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. Calm are you? Because <laughs> I've had six Mountain Dews tonight. Now you tell me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I had like four iced teas today, though. I had like a big iced tea at work, like a big gulp size. Of Did you have like that huge like travel gulp mug that's like as big as your head? Yes. With lunch. I'm going to have to talk to your boss about that. And now I'm having another sweet tea. So, yeah, I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew and I'm attacking like a spider monkey. <laughs> my pants, my pants, my sassy, sassy pants. Oh, gosh, folks. I apologize. So, so here, from now on, babe, I am not picking the he said, she said topics. That's all on you oh, now. Fuck. Well, I better, tomorrow I guess I'll wait, I'll open up a spreadsheet and come up with like 20 ideas then. See, I just picked two topics off the top of my head. It's going to be three minutes to think of these two. And You're you know the what? one who's going to sit here with a fucking Excel spreadsheet <laughs> and put down all these topics. And, like, and then and like, send them out in emails to your friends and be like, hey, which ones do you think? And vote on which ones do you think would be the best ones to talk about. True story. Thanks for blowing my cover there, Jagoff. <laughs> Researcher. I am a researcher. All right. Well, I guess it's time for the end of the show. It is. And then, you know what? We're going to do a whole show soon on how Amanda believes there's a serial killer in Pittsburgh. <laughs> because I've heard it, but y'all need to hear this shit too. So <laughs> I do. It's been a while since there's been like a, a serial killer in Pittsburgh. So I think it's, it's about to. All right, folks, so this is it. This is the end, my only friend. Um, anyways, 
We hope you enjoyed the show. Tune in next week for another Bold Nights Out. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, all of the info is at the end of the show. Um, if you and tell a, your friends. And tell your friends to check us out. And leave a comment on iTunes. Leave a comment. Give us an idea, something you want us to talk about. our iTunes to start getting stars and reviews. So if you are listening to us right now on iTunes, get on there and download uh, and make a comment. Also, if you want to become a producer of the show, check out our Patreon page. And uh, for a low monthly fee, you can become a producer of this show. So, um, thanks guys. See you next week. See you next week. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at BoldPGH on Twitter. Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge Radio Station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.